everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hey, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? Good. How's puppy sitting? It's good. So if there's any like barking and or, you know, random noises, that is what it is. We're very excited because we get to go to our friend's house tonight and they have or today to watch the soccer game and they have a backyard. So although it's like so hot, so you can't even (laughs) you can spend like five minutes. So we've been taking lots of um, brief 10 to 15 minute walks. (laughs) Love it. That's about how much I can do in the heat as well. So I very much relate. At some point, he's just like panting so much. And it's like, you're gonna have a heart attack. In yeah. like five seconds. You need to learn how to self regulate your body temperature. Right. Faster, please. Thank yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, we had another hot week here as well. So um, but we had a big rainstorm this morning. It was like thundering and lightning. Oh, okay. Quite quite aggressively this morning so uh hopefully it calms down because this week has kicked off the greatest week in calgary stampede week (laughs) i know um yeah like stampede is happening it's weird like it's not the same for sure but yeah like the the tents and the concerts and stuff like that are going but watch the fireworks last night so that was cool yeah, we'll see what the, the COVID impacts of that are in two weeks. So It'll be very interesting because, I mean, last year, obviously, it was canceled, which I think was the first year. It's We didn't even cancel it when all of Calgary flooded. <laughs> we canceled a good chunk of it. It was pretty sad that year. It was sad. Like, there was no concerts at the Dome. That was yeah. upsetting. But it still happened. So last year, obviously, canceling it was upsetting and... Yeah, it's nice to see it go on this year in whatever fashion it uh, is happening in. Yeah, one of the tents is making you prove your vaccination status or take a rapid test before you're allowed entry, oh. which I think is like one of the first like events in certainly in Canada, but um, yeah. even like globally, I think where like that something like that has really been been done. So I think that's good. Other than like my vaccination paperwork is like a printed <laughs> off piece of paper. <laughs> From like right. that I could do in Microsoft Word. So I don't not too sure because I know the Netherlands had some sort of like big party and it was similar where they had to like prove oh, okay. their vaccination and everything. But um like six hundred people got COVID out of it. So oh, obviously someone either forged some documents or or like I mean it's not a hundred percent foolproof, right? Yeah. So but they were saying like a lot of people were were showing other people's vaccinations. Proof this is going to be like, like the new fake ID, basically. right? Yeah, <laughs> only like status. no one dies when someone who's seventeen gets into the bar, and like this right. time someone might. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, ugh, so upsetting. I know we were t- we were I was talking about that with my mom because she's like, "What does this mean? I need my vaccination status like to get back into Canada when she comes. She's coming here in August, and I'm like, oh, like don't you have a card?'" And she's like, "No, they didn't give me anything." <laughs> sorry what I think she has a piece of paper but like she made it seem like not a lot of tracking was happening well so I was talking to friends about this last night because 
I went to two different pharmacies to get mine. And so I have two different pieces of paper. Like, and they don't even look the same. Like, there was no, like, I, I literally think each pharmacy got to make their own template. And so it's a little bit weird. Like, the people who got it done through Alberta Health, I think, all have the, have same, the same thing paperwork. Yeah. But the pharmacies were, like, completely unregulated. So, yeah, yeah like, it's yeah, it's very strange. I don't know. Which not is too sure. so weird because in the U.S., I think everyone has that card. Like, yeah. Because I got mine at a pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Which would have, you know, I mean, we only had 18 months to figure out how we were going <laughs> to do it. So great job, Justin. Like, <laughs> oh, Justy. Just yeah. too busy taking photos. Yeah, no kidding. And cheering, and cheering for Montreal. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> Just another thing he let the country down on. <laughs> Oh man, but I had to, I need to like really focus on this like big celebrity feud that happened this week because it was the feud that I didn't know that I needed. And that is David Schwimmer versus Marcel the Monkey's trainer. Okay, and this is so weird that it came out this week. It's like, I'm sorry, did you not have HBO Max for the last six weeks? Like, why did it take you so long to realize he was bashing the monkey? Like, you didn't watch it with the rest of us as soon as it came out. You didn't listen to our podcast to get the recap of it. Come on, man. <laughs> so David Schwimmer said in the Friends reunion that the the co-star or the guest star that he had the most trouble working with was Marcel the monkey because he would like throw feces and like eat his little like mealworm snacks or whatever while perched on Ross's right. shoulder. And so like, which is, like, standard monkey behavior. Like, I don't think anyone would be very weirded out that, that David Schwimmer was like, I didn't really love that. No, I mean, seems like it's something that you're you're like, okay, uh, this is gross. Like, I yeah. don't want something eating worms on me. Can you please feed her or him elsewhere? Right? And he commented about how, like, it was difficult to film scenes with, with him because, like, he had to hit, like, exact cues. And then if... if they like ad libbed in their jokes or something, and it like it, yeah. there was just timing issues that didn't work, which is I think fairly standard with working with an animal. It's a little bit more difficult than a human, <laughs> but this trainer is very very upset by it. So. Yeah, I mean, still, it sounds like he was holding a grudge like prior to that. So this must have been known in uh, you know, yeah, I didn't really like, pay attention to David Schwimmer's hate of the monkey. <laughs> You know, while well, Friends I, airing, but I haven't checked out Marcel the Monkey's uh, IMDb page to see if he got any work post Friends, but <laughs> um, maybe like yeah, maybe David Schwimmer like badmouthed him enough that um, he was an out of work monkey after that. Well, no, very upsetting for him, but surprisingly, ended up not being the biggest celebrity feud that came out this week. I really thought it was going to be. <laughs> We were headed for another slow news week this week, uh, particularly on the pop culture side, until last night. Or yeah, I mean, Chloe Kardashian posted a you know a standard picture, heavily photoshopped of herself. <laughs> um, you know the 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 allowed on the internet type the classic, of photo, the, the classic. classic, and uh, you know, and so nothing weird for for that. Just a standard picture for her. But then, out of nowhere, Lamar Odom, her ex husband, puts the like fire hard eyes smiley faces like you know comment on there which was like shocking in its own self like where where is this coming from Lamar but then all of a sudden Tristan Thompson gets up in the comments (laughs) 
And he posts one comment and then replies to Lamar and is like, watch your back. <laughs> yeah, he basically was like, God brought you back from the brink of death Dead. the first time. It's not going to happen again. So like, mind your business. Stay out of Chloe's comments kind of thing. It's just, okay, when you sent me the comments by Celeb... <laughs> Which, great Instagram. But like, Absolutely. When you, when you said that to me, I was like, this is fake. Like, somebody faked this. And, but then it's made, like, all the news outlets. It was on People, which is, you know, source of truth <laughs> for celebrity news. Bible. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, it's real. I don't know who would win in a fight between those two. <laughs> Well, Lamar did beat um, Aaron Carter, yes. so he does have a 1-0 record in fights. <laughs> but, I mean, he's a little bit um, out of shape, older, yeah. like, you know, drug, the drug damage is maybe less balanced between Lamar and Aaron and Lamar and Tristan, but... As Tristan said, he was dead at one point, Yes, so, in his, it's like, brothel. It was weird because, like, like, the rumor was that Tristan Thompson got someone else pregnant there was cheating yeah. allegations again and like they seem to be donezo kind of thing right that's what she's made it seem yeah you know through the quote-unquote sources that are allowed to speak you right know? Like, yeah she's like done. yeah like whatever like malika has been leaking to the press has basically <laughs> indicated that they're over so um yeah kind of a weird thing that he would get up in the comments on i know very it it was very, very odd. Very odd. Was Chloe and Tristan together when Lamar, like, almost died there? I feel like they were. I don't know. What, okay. What, allow me to Google his death date. Because <laughs> I, thought, I thought she was with somebody. And then she, like, had... Maybe it was whoever was before Tristan that she was with. And there that she basically, like, dropped... The relationship to like rush Which, to Lamar's I side. Mean, who even remembers that guy? No, oh, that was 2015. Was that like French Montana? Maybe, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um. So that seems to be pre pre Tristan because Tristan wouldn't have been six years is too much for Chloe. Yeah, that's, a, that's a long. I mean, True is like I think three or something like yeah. that. So she's but. Yeah, I don't know. Quite dramatic. I'm like, obviously, they're never going to say anything about that comment, but I'm curious to see if there's future uh, comments made. On or like the- perhaps a reconciliation. Yeah. Between, oh, like, between one of them. We really need that Hulu sh- like version of Keeping Up the Kardashians to get kick off here so we know what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> I know. Keep us up to date. For sure, it would be like maybe covered in a brief moment on that show. They'd be like, ugh. Yeah. It'd be like them in like the confessional or whatever seeing the like comment come yeah, through. And then so. texting each other in their group chat. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when Kendall first found out that that's the only keeping up with the Kardashian episodes the episode that I watched, and she's like in her car driving, I think with Scott. Scott say, yeah. She's like, Oh my god, like you see this? It's like in their group chat. I'm like, is this a place that you want to break this news? Like, well, I must I assume off. it was the group chat without Chloe, because then Kylie did call <laughs> Chloe and she told true, her. True. I wonder how many group chats they have. Like all without one yeah for sure <laughs> like i mean my my family has that and we have way less drama so. <laughs> my family just has 
one with me and my brother, his girlfriend, and my mom, and then one is those four people and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but like that was never used. I don't. No. Know. <laughs> we made it because yeah. we felt bad for my dad, and no one texts in it. Um, in related news, I don't know, like, I mean, they're related in the sense that they're all feuding with Taylor Swift, but, um, Scooter Braun and his wife are splitting up after seven years of marriage. I know. Breaking this morning. Like, thank you, Scooter, for really coming through. I assume Scooter is going to need a very, uh, dramatic Taylor Swift playlist to really get in his feels (laughs) about this relationship ending, which is perfect because Red is the next album that's being re-recorded. So that was like the breakup album. Maybe she's leaving him because he's slowly losing money because... He's no longer going to make money off of like old Taylor Swift records as soon as like, I assume the next year passes and she's released all of them. I mean, she's pretty wealthy in her own right. Like she's like a Harris of like an oil fortune or something and like. She doesn't need that Taylor Swift money. Yeah, she's she's got her own money kind of thing. But I am curious if there was a prenup what happened in in that situation and everything. But (laughs) Perhaps you can make him a Spotify playlist. I, w- I might do that. Maybe I will um, create a playlist of songs recommended for Scooter Braun's breakup. <laughs> and I will share the link to it in our Instagram. I would thoroughly enjoy that. Like, so much. <laughs> Amazing. Stay tuned for that. It's going to be so good. I have an afternoon project that I will use while watching the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not all bad news in uh, pop culture this week. Like, Blake Shelton got married. Yeah, and, and Scarlett Johansson is pregnant. Pregnant. So both, bi- I mean, hers has not been confirmed by people yet, so. But it's been, so there was, like, rumors of an A-list yeah. celebrity that was me pregnant. And I don't, like, I guess Scarlett Johansson is considered A-list, but to me she's not. But, I like, I know that she yeah. is. I think part of it too, like her A-list status is they're, they are dropping, well, they dropped on Friday, the final Black Widow, which I think also is like coming to an end of all those like original quote unquote Avenger characters. I think this was like the last one um, because Captain America, like Chris Evans stepped away from Captain America and passed it to like Anthony Mackie and... She, I think she was the last one that kind of had her own series. And from what I've heard, this is the last Black Widow. So, uh-huh. you know what? I love Colin Joe. So, good for him. Yeah, <laughs> boy, Colin. <laughs> Michael Chay's going to have so much material for next year's <laughs> SNL. So much material. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then there was like, there was a UFC fight this weekend that like all the celebrities were out at as well. Yeah. Um, I saw the I saw the Biebs there with his NHL entourage. And, of course, his yeah. his Leafs entourage. Because yes, you know, maybe they'd have better chances if he played next season. Um. For the Leafs, <laughs> I don't think he's that good. I mean, he can't be. He worse might make than Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo is in need of players. So yeah. Sign him up. I mean the the main event was. Um, McGregor. Courtney and Travis. <laughs> I was going to say, it ended in like a minute. And I mean, I assumed that he was going to lose to Dustin 
I forget his last name, something with a P. But I assumed that he was going to get knocked out. And then I was out at out for drinks and my one friend showed me his phone. And at first I didn't see what was going on. And I was like, oh, Connor just has like a bloody face. And then I looked down and I was like, oh, his ankle is facing the wrong direction. (laughs) Yeah. So Connor McGregor broke his leg like a minute into the, to the UFC fight. That is like, you know, a very... It was very well hyped. Any McGregor fight is because he's like so dramatic in their weigh-ins and everything like that. Like he was pretending to like punch and kick the guy in the weigh-ins. Like it was ridiculous. But then yeah, (laughs) yeah, lost by by TKO due to injuries. So yeah, so I think this was like the third fight that they've had. So each of them had taken one, and this was kind of like the end all (laughs) equation and. I mean, sucks for the other guy because, like, you win, but also, like, everyone's going to say, did you, would you really have won? I, I still think he would have won, but, yeah. you know, you can't tell when someone snaps their leg in half. Um, yeah, I am curious if McGregor will fight again because this is a kind of, like, the second or third, like, major, major injury that he has had now, so. Do he's keep- got to be done. I mean, if my leg snaps in half, I'm not coming back. <laughs> well, like, do you not have enough money, like, that you could rehab and... Well, he did come out this week saying he doesn't consider himself a celebrity. And I was like, well, you definitely act like a celebrity. So. <laughs> um, but surprisingly, not the grossest image that I saw from the UFC fight, as you alluded to. <laughs> Courtney and her beau, Travis Barker, were there. And it wasn't even oh. a kiss that was imaged. It was just their tongues outside of their mouths touching. I just find them so gross. I don't understand them at all. Like, first of all, you're in your mid forties, so tone down the PDA. Like, just, like, stop. Just like you've got children, and I don't know. Like, it just like you go on and, and they put you on the kiss camera, whatever, and you like a kiss, fine. But yeah. like licking each other's tongues, I don't understand that. Right, me either. It makes no sense. It's really gross. And just bring Scott back. Like, really. (laughs) It's a cry. It's a cry to bring Scott back. I do think it's really funny when, and like, not that Scott is like sitting at home all of the time, but I do find that he posts pictures on Instagram of him like at home with the kids the same day that Courtney and Travis have like this like scandalous, like, moment because like he's done it a few times now and so like last night he like posted a picture of of him on the kids on the couch with the kids and like probably watching the UFC fight I'm assuming but like then you've got Courtney and Travis out there like horn dogging it up kind of thing and (laughs) and he looks like it's like doting father like (laughs) he's like oh I'm responsible no one will remember that I went to rehab like 20 times you yeah, only remember what's recent, so <laughs> they'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a busy week in sports, though, and and still yeah. is here because we've got the the Euro Championships this afternoon. Yeah. We're recording Who are on Sundays. Going so. for? Well, I've told multiple people at work that I would support their team. So, <laughs> so both. My, okay. My boss is Italian, and then like the manager that I work really closely with is English, and so um, they both think I'm cheering for their team. Okay. Um, and so it's secret <laughs> on who I'm actually cheering for. But I do. I don't know. I think England winning would be nice, but the, both teams are just like perennial disappointments. So I think either one winning will be fun to see. <laughs> 
<laughs> who are you cheering for? I I think Italy. Like I think okay, I do think it would be really cool to see England win at home. It was kind of, okay, so I felt the same way as much as I hate hate Tampa Bay. Ugh. Watching them win at home and like watching the crowd and watching them get the cup at home, it just gave me this sense like things are normal again. Like, yeah. It it's going to be okay and I think that would be similar if England won cuz obviously it's on home turf. Yeah, it's at Wembley, right? Yeah, but I would yeah. be I wouldn't be upset, I don't know, with either one. I don't really follow soccer enough. That's the thing like I um I'm I don't really have heritage in like the any of the European countries that I'm tied to kind of thing. So um, and it's not like the Canadians ever, well, the women's are not bad, but the men's obviously never do anything relevant. No, so like, didn't yeah, know not, team, but. not overly, not overly tied to them, but uh-huh. yeah, we'll see, see who wins. Um, the Copa America final was yesterday that Argentina won, she which won. was the first time Messi ever won any like international title yeah. for, for Argentina. So that was pretty cool, but no spectators at that it was sad to, I mean, it, super exciting for him. And, you know, obviously he's like w- one of the greatest players, but you watch him like FaceTime his family. And again, it's like, they can't be there because of the restrictions in South America. Like they, they weren't able to travel to Brazil. And I don't know, yeah. you just think of all these um, athletes this year well, and last year that are kind of still going through that. And well, and now they've rolled back the no spectators at the Olympics too, right? So Yeah. So at first it was just going to be spectators from Japan. Yeah. Now, obviously, no spectators because I think I heard this week that Japan issued a state of emergency due to the Delta variant, which Delta and Corona have had some fantastic tweets. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those were faked. <laughs> but like, so good. I don't care who came up with it. It was great. They are hoping that they they will be able to lift that state of emergency for the Paralympic Games, and there could be yeah. some spectators at that, which is good. But yeah, it's it's sad that they've had to like roll back the what's allowed. Like, should I have the Olympics here? We're letting anything go. Like, right? like <laughs> come on in, open. come yeah. on. And again, like they're they Japan said they basically have to go this year so that they don't lose money. But now you're not getting any revenue again because. Just a, TV no deals. One's traveling yeah. in. I mean, you'll have TV deals, but no one's traveling in. Now you're not having spectators. So like that's going to drop a ton. I'm curious on the sponsorship side of it, because like not to refer everything back to the stampede, but the stampede had a lot of sponsors pull out because either they weren't on board with like them allowing it to go forward because of the safety concerns yeah. or just like there isn't enough like hype around it this year to make the like financial c- commitment to sponsoring it you know, worthwhile. So I am curious if like some of those major sponsors pull out. Yeah. My thought would be there would be like limited kind of sponsorships within the events, but I mean, obviously the TV is still going to have, cause now yeah. more people are going to be watching on TV. So True. you're going to have probably higher ad, ad uh, revenue from like what you're, what you're seeing on TV, but like it, it won't be the same. I don't think no. and what they Maybe TikTok will get in on it because they sponsored the Euros. And man, I've never seen so many TikTok ads. Like not ads on TV, but it was like all over the sides of the stadium. 
I'm just imagining like them pulling the creators to do like TikTok dances on the sidelines. And they're like, renegade. Like, they're Addison Ray teaching yeah. how to do this. She needs some help though. We didn't talk about this in the pop culture, but it was something we had noted for the week that, that the TikTok is struggling because the black TikTok creators yeah. have like basically got on strike to create more dances. So the like, dorky white girls like Addison Rae cannot yeah. come up with anything to do here. And they basically said, I mean, I know that they tag people in like the dance credits, but I mean, I don't know. The chances that I go to like that person's page is probably pretty slim. I find it's not an easy thing to navigate. Like, no. like I have to scroll through a hundred of their videos to find the one that's the correct one. Like, yeah. It's and too much effort. So basically they said like, Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio, the two main ones, like got famous off of all these like black creator dances. So they're just not going to make any more dances. And then I don't know, you kind of see some of the dances that are made from other people, and you're like, Ugh. like, like Walker, Walker Hayes made a dance for his new like uh, fancy like oh, no. song, and it's just I don't. I mean, first of all, like your song sings about going to Applebee's on a date. <laughs> So it's a line dance, basically. <laughs> it's the one you did in, in junior high gym class. Cadillac Ranch, but worse. <laughs> that was a thing that other places had to do, right? Like, like it wasn't just an Alberta thing that we had to learn. Alberta. Honestly, I think it's just Alberta. If you went to if you went to school in a different place, could you tell us if you let us if you learned Cadillac Ranch dances in gym class? Pigeon toe, pigeon toe. <laughs> and you have to do that awkward, like, you're, you're like, 11, and you have to, like, ask a girl or a boy to dance kind of thing. Like, and it's just, like, the worst, like, hour of your gym class life. <laughs> you're like, can we just play dodgeball and hit people with the ball? <laughs> like. <laughs> but there was, like, all through elementary school, there was a line dance, like. Yeah, it was, like, a, a unit in school. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for, unit. <laughs> we learned Cadillac Ranch, um, Boot Scootin' Boogie, maybe? Yes. I don't know. There was another couple songs there that we, we I don't Cadillac think. Cadillac like, Ranch, I think, is like the main, I mean, it still happens at a lot of weddings that I've gone to in Calgary. Like, I yeah. still play Cadillac Ranch. And everyone knows oh, it. Fishing in the dark, maybe? Would that have been one? Oh, nitty gritty. Yeah, I love that. They're song. all all of that same kind of like line dancing. Yeah. Yeah. But please, yes, let us know. <laughs> I went to Ranchman's one year during Stampede, and they had like at certain points in the night, they would have people stand on stage and like teach the line dances. You know what I'm envisioning, even though I've seen it live, but in my mind, I want it to be like Monica and Ross doing the routine at New Year's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> and I just, we just like bust out our like junior high dance routine in the middle of Ranchman's. I mean, that's what it was, but yes. Okay, anyways, this took a turn. <laughs> Back to sports. Um, the Stanley Cup was won this week. Tampa Bay beat Montreal in in five games to win their third, allegedly third Stanley Cup. I'm air quoting hard. There's so many asterisks around that. Because we don't believe any of them were. Cheated on all of them. 
but they won and Vasilevsky won the Conn Smythe trophy, which is, um, he was the first goaltender to play in every game of the, like every minute of every game of their, of a playoff run for a team. So, um, good for him. Yep. Um, and they, I think he also, they also said like in every deciding game or something like that, he won like five of their decision games in two, the two back to back Stanley Cups with like shutouts. Yeah. The last four series in a row or five, four series, he won yeah. the, um, the final game with shutting out the opposition, which is actually pretty insane. Very um, impressive. Like, like I mean, Montreal, Montreal it came out in game five. They won in overtime, kind of got lucky. Carey yeah. Price stole it a bit, which is not surprising. Like, you know, it's pretty hard to sweep a, a team with Carey Price in net, but they hit like a few posts and everything, yeah. and, and Montreal won that. And then they just were totally shut down for um, – They didn't look the, good in game five. No. Like, it was – and even they game four, they came out and like – had a little bit of gusto in the first period. And I was like, oh man, they really could win this. And it it took a turn. (laughs) My, my favorite things that did come out of it though, was um, Kucherov's press conference where he was just loaded and like basically shirtless, shirtless, like shirtless, shirtless Russian drunk guy on the podium, (laughs) just like rambling on. He's like complaining that like Marc-Andre Fleury won the, the Vezina and like just going <laughs> off kind of thing. But like basically as a sponsorship with Bud Light now because of how many buds he'd drink in his press conference there. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> he was, all I saw was like the Instagram clips and I was just like, how are any reporters taking this man seriously? <laughs> like, he just rolls up in there, no shirt on. <laughs> like, but my other, my other favorite sponsorship to come out of the finals was Philip Deneau for for the Montreal Canadiens because he always do his press conferences with a slice of pizza afterwards. <laughs> so he's like, I've had a bunch of pizza places reach out to sponsor me, and I was like, that's a that's like a worthwhile sponsorship. I would take that up. One hundred. If you're going to provide me with free pizza for life, die. Yeah, I will. Like, I will sponsor you. You don't even have to pay me. Like that can be the form of payment. Be like I'm basically a walking advertisement for eating pizza, anyways. So like, <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if this is Patrick Maroon's last year on his contract, but uh, the guy has won three Stanley Cups in a row. So <laughs> might yeah. not be a bad person to have on your team. I think they were calling it a Patrick, like like a hat trick. Uh, <laughs> For Stanley Cup wins. Yeah. I mean, you don't think of him as a, uh, you know, make or break player. I know. Yeah, he's, I think his, he was on a two-year contract. um, So he has this next season as well. Okay. um, Under, under wraps there. But yeah, he, um, I don't know, there was, there's a few kind of trade r- rumors that have come out over the last little while. So maybe like St. Louis is interested in trading back, back for Maroon him. and they can send Tarasenko over to, uh, to Tampa Bay, but Tampa like they afford Tarasenko if they don't pretend. Does it matter? They injuries? just, they just <laughs> cheat from the salary cap anyways. So <laughs> like they can add 8 million. They'll just put Stamkos back on LTIR for the season. Man, Stamkos was looking rough. Like, 
I don't think I looked at him up close and personal, <laughs> but his, I mean, he is missing so many teeth and he just looks, I don't know. Like he kind of haggard. a vibe. Like he's <laughs> well, he had to pretend he drugs. <laughs> I don't see that. Not if he's still working with like Gary Roberts on like the strength and everything. Like there's no way Gary's I mean, allowing sure he's that. Not, but like, that's just what he looks like. <laughs> Well, he has a rep to uphold because he had to pretend to look like he couldn't play the whole season. So, right, right, um, right, right. And Kucherov, who then came off like flying in the playoffs. Exactly, like. exactly. So, um, the other rumored trade request is Matthew Kuchak, too, from the Flames. Yes. So, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that was broken by like Shane O'Brien on like a random podcast. So, like, take it with a grain of salt there, kind of thing. But, yeah. Um, you'll be curious to see because like the expansion draft it, or the yeah. name to be submitted for this expansion draft next week. So are you protecting him? Are you, no. I mean, I think we've got to protect to. him and then yeah. gets, if he wants a trade, we got to get something for him. You can't just like give him up for free. Like, Let's trade him to Ottawa for his brother. Honestly, I'd be okay. <laughs> we like tricked you. <laughs> now you have to go to Ottawa. <laughs> or Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps we um, can free someone from Buffalo. <laughs> yes. Um, but then there was some sad news to come out of the NHL this week, too. Yeah. Like a really awful tragedy for the Columbus Blue Jackets, their, their goalie, who'd only played a couple games in the NHL, but he was the goaltender that played for Latvia that beat Canada yeah. in the in the World Juniors there. Um um, I'll probably say this wrong, but Mattis Kivlenix, um Honestly, was like, I think that's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, my my Latvian's not so great, but um, yeah, terrible tragedy where he was like, oh. like running near a pool, which is like why they tell you not to, and like slipped and hit his head and passed away. And I think it came out subsequently that they were setting off fireworks, not yeah. him. But the someone in their group, and he was, as you said, near the pool, and one like I think one went him. the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, very sad, and I don't know. You hear like those stories on July Fourth of like mm-hmm. the football. It always happens to be football players who like <laughs> somehow injure themselves with fireworks. Lose a finger. And, yeah, yeah, and this took like a very tragic turn, and. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Very he was 20, 24 years old anyways. And yeah. Yeah. Like he played, he played one or two games, I think in the NHL, nothing, nothing crazy, but yeah. Um, yeah. Really, really sad to see that. Yeah. And they honored him the next game, Tampa Bay yeah. and, and Montreal. And I assume Columbus will honor him next season, but uh, unfortunate that that happened. Yeah, totally. Um, what else happened? Uh, I don't know if you saw it last night, but the Dodgers won 22 to one. Oh, which close I close game. <laughs> I've never seen a baseball game that high before. Eight home runs. There's been a couple like that um, which, this year. Yeah, which I think includes one, if not two grand slams. But, um... I was out and I think I, I saw like three or four of the home runs. And, and while we were watching it, uh, it started, we got there at like seven 
nothing. And then when I left, it was like 17 nothing. Oh my goodness. Those, like, I hope that was in LA. It was. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in LA. That would be like something really fun to see if you if it was like you're at home and you yeah. get to see your like team just do that kind of thing. But yeah, it was. It, I just looked. It was in LA. But okay. Good. I mean, it's always kind of crazy when you hear stories like that. Yeah, <laughs> the score is like so wild. Well, I think there was one last year where like a team scored like almost thirty or something like that. Yeah, like, it was crazy. maybe Atlanta. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I feel like we need to wrap up because we didn't pay for extra podcasting time this month. So we got to keep it under like three minutes quickly discussing Love Island and how we will be capturing that this, (laughs) this summer, if you so wish to join us on this journey. (laughs) Yeah. The first three episodes of Love Island have, have come out. Um, and so I don't know, I'm not really like feeling any of the contestants. No quite yet um so I'm hoping that some of them have some more personality as we get through but yeah a lot of the guys just give off a very weird vibe like there's the one who's like hipstery kind of thing very hipster so the one guy has like this bleach blonde strip of hair (laughs) just exists yeah it's like floppy up top but like shaved on the sides and it's just kind of like Bieber fevers over his face kind of thing. Yeah. And then there's the one with like so many tattoos. And then his mustache is like blonde, I think. So I know you commented to me on the tattoos and like, I'm not a huge tattoo person, but they didn't bother me as much as his like weird earring did. Like the dangly, like cross (laughs) earring. That was the part that I was like, ew, take that off. Like, don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, I I really like Kira, I think her name is. The one who is the COVID relief person. Oh, the yeah, me too. She I was like cute. her. Yeah. yeah. She, and okay, she's with Will, and I feel okay about that pairing. I agree. I like them. I thought they were cute. But nobody else. I'm not feeling vibes from literally also, anybody else. I needed to understand. I know that the the challenge that they did was like intended to be like Bridgerton themed, but like putting people in like old timey like Renaissance fair costumes. Like, is that supposed to be like make them look attractive? Because like it didn't. No, have it did that. not. It didn't have that vibe it, at it, all. It, it did not have that vibe. And honestly, it took me the whole challenge to realize it was a Bridgerton. <laughs> That's because you never finished the show. Right. Right. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited. I don't like this new girl that they brought in. I wasn't feeling her, but looks like she, per previews, gets around. <laughs> yes. Makes her rounds making out with everybody. Um, so maybe she'll bring some drama. But uh, I need something new. I'm not yeah. feeling any of these people. I know. I agree. Give me a Carrington. <laughs> Yes. Well, yes. I mean, I think it, the nice part about that is like it's there's like a good four episodes a week kind of thing, so it keeps you entertained. I yeah. mix it up with my like Big Brother watching, which is another three episodes a week, yeah. and like I'm really busy. So. I think I'm going to start Big Brother today after the soccer because I've it. only missed one or two yeah. episodes. Yeah, just one. Okay, just one. Yeah. So I haven't watched Big Brother in years, but you know, no time like the present to pick it back. Oh. It's my like favorite part of summer. It's so dumb. 
so dumb, but I love it. I, it's like the reality show that I want to go on is Big Brother. Okay. Okay. I think I'd be good at it. I think we should apply for you. Not Big Brother Canada, though. I'm not interested no, in that. No, no, no. It's got <laughs> On that note, we better wrap up before we run out of time here. (laughs) Bye, Jill. Talk to you later. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at WeTalkExtensively and on Twitter at TalkExtensively. See you next Tuesday.